Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. This is the Classic Cars Corner with Malcolm Owens for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. And the great man joins us from his... Uh, where? Which part of the planet are you on this time, Malcolm? Hawaii? Uh, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, just at home in downtown Blackburn, Melbourne. Hey, exotic nothing, Blackburn. Nothing too flush. <laughs> exotic. <laughs> exotic <Blackburn>. Blackburn. <laughs> yes. Hey, welcome back, Mr Connor. Thank you. How good is this? First time for, for 2022. How was your off-season? How was your Christmas? I'd say, where you get up? What did you get up to? But I already, already know, know, so we won't bore everyone. But you did have a good. Uh, you <laughs> also, did have I wouldn't a good like break. our legal team uh, onto us as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just in case Mal's wife's listening too, we don't want to know what oh, your purchases. Hello, have lovely been, uh, Joe. If have, you are, have been uh, added to the classic cars quarter as well. <laughs> Just buying and selling cars, the usual stuff that I'm up to. <laughs> there we go. Hey, in in recent discussions you and I have had, because we talk most most times every day, um, tell me, there's been some, now that the borders are open and businesses are back and people are on the roads and you drive from, as you just mentioned, Blackburn, all the way through to Truganina, where, or Truganina, where uh, Kubota is domiciled, you are exposed mm-hmm. to a number of experiences on the road. And when I spoke to you the other day whilst driving in, you were about to literally get out and murder someone. So I know one of the things you wanted to talk about was now that we're all back to work, (laughs) what are some of the most annoying things we're seeing on the roads? Now, I'm just going to let you fly because I know you've got a few. Well, it might be good to get some people to text in if they're listening and tell us what they think. But yeah, I was going to talk about classic cars, but One of the fears that I have is having a classic car, and whether it's a classic car, a modern car, a performance car that you love, or even if it's just your trusty daily driver, what you don't want it to do is being destroyed by a garden variety Muppet out on the road. And I think think during COVID, a couple of things happened. One, people weren't driving, so it was okay to get out and about. And two, some people have seriously forgotten how to drive because it just does my head in. Yeah, the, the, the road's resembling a war zone at the moment. And look, one thing it doesn't help is a, is a um, election year because the government's going, oh, I need to get re-elected, so let's go and do a whole lot of roadworks like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So where, where I drive to work, it's out into the west. So get over the west gate. And they're, apparently they're digging the tunnel that they were desperately not going to have to get elected last time, and now they're digging it. So there's people going everywhere. So rather than talk about... Um, classic cars. I came up with a few things that are driving me mad. So how about we run through a few? I'm sure you guys will have a couple as well. Go. My first one that I absolutely hate is the slow merger. And what I'm talking about is merging onto a freeway is not that hard. You get up to speed as close to limit as possible, indicate and merge. But no, some people come down the slip roads at 40 or 50 kilometres an hour and try to pull into the traffic at about half the speed that everyone else is doing, causing mayhem, people to spear off change lanes. And um, near me, I come down onto the freeway and the actual slip road actually continues into another lane. Mm-hmm. And the other day I'm driving down, looking over my shoulder at merging traffic, look up, and there was a Toyota Camry stopped 
at the bottom um, with its indicator on, even though there was a road in front, and I'm speeding up to 100k to merge. So, yeah, mm. it's a bit of evasive driving around um, around <laughs> this person. <laughs> hey, what about Malcolm? I know you've got a couple more, but what about the opposite to that, which I've found is you're merging onto a freeway where the freeway's almost at a dead standstill, you know. You, you've, you're coming on and everyone on the on the on-ramp to come on to merge is all trying to merge in and the people in the left lane are trying to go one for one you know do the right thing so you're all trying to merge in one for one and then you get one muppet that decides you know 200 meters back that he'll pull out and pass everybody in that from that merging lane and he'll will jump about 10 or 15 cars up the queue and then tries to push in further up that really annoys me yeah yeah and that also happens on turning lanes like you're sitting on the freeway or, or a highway and you're, you're waiting your turn to, to turn left or turn right and you just want to get off and you're sitting there and then you just watch these people just slide down the inside and then just get to the head of the queue and then just push in and if you're mm. at the top of the queue and you're trying to and you're trying to stop these people it's like you've just about you know killed their children they just want to they're just <laughs> thinking oh you guys are <laughs> you're not going to let me in oh man it just kills me <laughs> so, yeah. no, another another favorite one of mine is the uh, the tailgater and I reckon this takes several films. Firstly, if we imagine rainy weather, dusk, slippery roads, heavy traffic, and you look in your rear vision mirror and all you see is a Hyundai gets driven by a young girl with pea plates so close that you can't even see a bumper. Now, the slightest slowing of traffic and you're getting the Liberace treatment. <laughs> She's probably doing a hair or, or, a, or, a, or a texting or a, lip in the, a lippy in the, uh, in the mirror as well. Yeah. Spot on. I was just going to say extra points if she was texting or applying makeup. <laughs> but because we're not sexist here at the driver's seat, here's a version called the Angry Tradie. <laughs> Usually between about 6 a.m. and 7.30 in the mornings, these guys are running late. Yeah, the On the cup. work site. <clears throat> that's it, yeah. Um, so that's when you look in your rear vision mirror and there's a heavily laden ute coming at you, barreling up, and all you see is this kind of a glow from their high vis. Their angry eyes that's filled by 27 red bulls. And um, <laughs> driving just off your bumper, usually accompanied by flashing lights, blowing hordes, swearing a few finger signs. And it's peak hour and you're boxed in. So there's a car in front, there's a car to the side. These clowns come tearing up and they're swerving and you go, okay, I'll get out of your way. They floor it for about oh, 12 feet and then they're into the next one. So, um, But I must say, uh, Malcolm, a lot of our listeners are tradies. We love you. We love that you listen. You do an amazing job. You're good people. Great people. You're tradies. <laughs> Great people. Great SEN fans. Great constituents. Yes. We love you. But we're still waiting for that concrete, concreter's <laughs> boxing to come flying <laughs> yeah. off the roof of his trailer and hit us in the back window. <laughs> And um, I don't know if, you've, if Steve, if you've ever followed Matt driving, but he's always driving about 80 k's in the fast lane. Uh, yep. Fast lane, so you know it's like you're trying to get trying to drive and passing lane, and some clown's driving at 20 k's <laughs> under the speed limit and just refuses to get out of the way, even yep. if the lane next to them are clear. So you, know, you try and get past them, and then. So you will pass them, and then suddenly they'll decide, oh, well, well, you shouldn't have passed me. So then they'll speed up and pass you, pull in front, slow down, and they might even give you a brake check just to just to see you off. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what so, I but Hang on, but, but to Matt's defence, 
He's he's up the game. He's up the game from 60 k's an hour to 80 because he's gone from the Peugeot with a soft top to a little blue SUV car now. So he's he's Can able to get to 80 now. And let me sound like a complete wanker, right? I have. Well, you already do. Well, I know, but let me sound like more of a wanker. Um, <laughs> when you when you eventually get to a stage where you're able to afford a Porsche, it's amazing how many people stay away from you because no one wants to hit the Porsche. <laughs> it's really really good. I tell you. Are you finding that I'm, as I'm finding, and I, it, let me say, again, I might be sounding like a really old stodgy here. It seems that indicators to the younger generation, it's like they're told for use. Every time you get an indicator on, you're going to get a beep on your toll thing and you're going to get charged 10 cents a click on your indicator because no bugger uses them. They just move from left to right or, worst case, even worst case, when you're going into a roundabout, they over-indicate as to what they're going to do at the roundabout mm. and which way they're going. You don't need to do that. You just need to indicate which way you're going and which way you're exiting. And if you're going straight through, don't indicate. Actually, I had that on the way here. I had a guy behind me and I was indicating off roundabouts and then indicating through lanes. And then this car behind me was following me and he's going across, you know, two lanes oh, and through oh, roundabouts. I'm like, well, are. this guy's not even using his indicator. And funnily enough... <laughs> He follows me into the radio you show. Are a knob. <laughs> I was not doing that at all. You were taking every race line and indicating every race exactly line. Exactly. I right. was just following you. Without, anyway. Without an indicator. I don't know why you indicate when you're going straight through a roundabout anyway. You're just going straight through. You're Thank not you, exiting. Matthew. You're not turning right. Am I, is that much. right, Nimsy, as all? Very much right there. That's Thank one of my bug bears from my, uh, my lovely partner from Townsville. <laughs> hey, Malcolm, um, we yep. have had someone, even though we're just... We're, and look, folks, we're just taking the P155. We're just having a bit of fun, so don't don't get all upset about it. Um, we have had uh, Pete, a great mate of ours, from Cranbourne. He's texted in, and he said, Hello, boys, and hello, Malcolm. Uh, as a proud owner of a 1998 NL Fairlane, do you see no. most, if not all, later Fairlane and LTD models, brackets 1991 onwards, becoming real future classics like the early models did? The answer to that is yes. And the answer Ooh. is because it, particularly if it's the V8, which most of those are because they're not making any more V8s. Mm. And also, if you look at it, the early ones are collectible, then what happens? We move on a decade, the next decade's collectible. So when, when, we were, when our parents were growing up, stuff in the 50s and 60s was collectible. For me, it was sort of 70s and 80s. To the younger generations, it's the 90s. And then it will actually get into the the 2000s and stuff that I poo-pooed and said, oh, that'll never be collectible, it hasn't got a, <laughs> hasn't got a steel bumper and it's like it's made out of plastic. Um, mm. You look at some of those stuff, like the XDs, for example, which are now highly collectible, that 20 years ago when I was younger, they weren't worth anything. Mm. Look at Volkswagen Beetles. I mean, was, when I was 18 or 19, they were about 1000 bucks each, and now they're $25,000, $30,000 and heading or north. Or a combi van. Fairlanes. Oh, mm, combi, combi, huge money. Yeah. Now, to answer the question specifically on the um, on the Fairlane, Fairmonts mm -hmm. and Fairlane, right. don't mm -hmm. mess with them. Keep them original. So if you've dropped them, put big wheels on it, changed the engine. If it's not matching numbers, you've changed the seats, put sports steering wheel on it. Don't do that. <laughs> Send them back to original because that's what yep. that's what's going to be worth the money to the collector market. We're already seeing some of the 80s, mid-80s ones already heading north. 
mm-hmm. some of the um, some of those nice uh, LTDs and the uh, the Fairlanes, very very nice cars, and they ain't making them anymore. So get into them. Yep. Absolutely. And Malconio, uh, we, we, we had a crack about the off-season, but what are some of the most recent purchases into Big Mel's classic car garage? Have we been... Did, did Santa Claus come down the chimney with any classics for you this year? Been a or big just chimney. fun bits and pieces? Big chimney. <laughs> it's a big house, I've seen it. Oh. Unless it's a go-go mobile. <laughs> We're no, a, a <laughs> I, I did get a Mercedes C63, but that was not yes. really a classic. Oh, mate, I don't know. It's not a current 4-litre bi-turbo C63. It is a normally aspirated 6.3 V8. V8. And I've got to tell you, if you've never driven one of those, if you're a car dude and you've never driven one of those, they are a classic now and will be a classic into the future. They are red hot. Have you scared yourself yet? Yes. Coming on. <laughs> 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 uh, how good do they sound? Oh, cold start, sensational. In middle of winter, Mal, that is just going to be a symphony for you, and funnily enough, probably your neighbours as well at <laughs> six o'clock in the morning when you head off to work at Draganina, uh, being annoyed by all the people on the roads. And I bought actually bought and more for I haven't registered it, but I got a 2005 XR8 again for the reasons I was just describing about oh, yes. last of the, the the real V8s. Nice. And, uh, yeah, bought a couple of couple of others along the way, but um, <laughs> yeah, well, the, the the costs um, now are just going nuts. You're looking at crazy pricing across the whole collection of classic cars. So um, I think it'll come back a little bit because um, people are going to start spending money again on travel and some other mm-hmm. other areas. But some of the uh, and I think what happens is is that. Uh, a car that's worth, say, 10 grand, someone will go, I'm going to put it on for 15. So someone else sees it and go, I'm going to put it on for 15 as well. This one's better, I'll put it on at 18. And then mm. people go, oh, the prices are going up, so I better buy one. So then it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy that people are paying money beyond the value of the market. And um, unfortunately, I think some people might get it, get caught with that. But the good thing is that the prices rarely go down, so you just might have to wait a while and... Um, and the other thing with the, the classic car market at the moment is that you've got a lot of people investing with no intention of driving, being in a club or mm. actually being part of the whole scene. They're actually just buying purely to put away mm. as an investment. And that's more at the, the top end of the of the market, the Ferraris and some of the Porsches. Well, and a few uh, people I know bought 911s, which mm. they intended to, to drive, and then the price... The value of them just went up so high. They're going, well, I'm not driving this on the road for some of the reasons we were talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I can tell you, mate, I'll have a, uh, a 2022 Mustang, Ford Mustang TA2 Johnson build car available probably around August, September. If you uh, if you want to stick your hand in your pockets there, probably going to set you back about 160, <laughs> 170 grand. Just putting it out there, mate. But, you know, if you uh, if you can see yourself one of those in your garage, just let me know. Some assembly required. Ideal, <laughs> ideal track day car. <laughs> oh, massively <laughs> ideal track day car. In the hands of someone with talent. Not with someone who doesn't have talent. <laughs> who doesn't, who likes a wall, absolutely. 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 What else have you got for us, Malcolm, as we allow you to go back to your Wednesday night? Any little tidbits to, f- to finish off? I'll give you a couple more. And we, w- we want the controversial ones because that's us. We're on the edge of the driver's seat. <laughs> you haven't been controversial yet. Okay, good. No, no. Sorry, pri- private school mums. Okay, in the, in the elite of Melbourne, <laughs> there's some very, very highly priced private schools. Mm. And what happens at the time when they're picking up the kiddies is these ladies will turn up in their $250,000 North 
four-wheel drive, so they can't really drive. Double park them. <laughs> a G-Wagon or something. <laughs> yeah, G-Wagons or Land Rover. the um, Land Rovers. And then, then the hazard lights go on and off they go, jump out with their... Um, tennis gear and their uh, augmented breasts and their slightly <laughs> lipo behind to pick up little uh, Sharon and Darren and then um, block the road and don't seem to mind. And while we're having a crack, let's have a go at cyclists, right? We hear frequently that all motorists are inconsiderate and put bike riders at risk, but how many do you see actually ride through red lights or three or four abreast going up a hill and you can't get past? Now, we have to give cyclists equal billing on the road, but if they're not going to help themselves by going through red lights, and that's not even the ones that, that'll do 100 metres down the road in all of their Lycra gear, like they've just won the uh, Tour de France and spend the next three hours sucking down lattes at the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh, well, uh, thank you for that, Malcolm. And, of course, any correspondence, please make sure you send it through to SEN Career of uh, um, Malcolm Owens. Uh, Addressed to the general manager, South uh, Absolutely. Uh, there you go. Stamp self-addressed envelope. Uh, no, yes. In all seriousness, though, before we, before we do let you go, Malcolom, uh, obviously... We love you, all. <laughs> things are opening up a little bit around here. Do, do we know if any uh, a show and shine's coming back? Are people actually doing car shows and cruises again? Is the as the community decided to bubble up again? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all... It's pretty much full on. There's lots of um, cars and coffee around. Um, some regular ones in, in most capital cities. There's uh, quite a bit happening around racetracks. In a couple of weeks down at Phillip Island, there's um, a, a race meeting that Steve's attending, and they've got um, the Payark uh, car show down there. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, a lot of the car shows um, are starting to come back now. And um, there's um, if you, in Melbourne, there's Melbourne car shows on Facebook, and I'm sure uh, similar around the country. So if you yeah, jump on up here. and just type in car shows, um, if you're really looking forward to to getting out and having a look. There's a lot happening over the next uh, next few weeks and months. So, yeah, we're back into it, which is great. It's exciting. There you go. And Pete from Cranbourne, Malcolm has just chimed back in again. He said, thanks heaps for the advice, boys. Mine indeed is a V8, and I plan to keep it as stock as a rock as possible for as long as you can have it. So there you go. It's a good thing. So hold on to it. He appreciated your advice there. No worries. They're they're going to be something worth a lot of money in the future. All I want to know is, Pete, we're, we're having a nice little rant here, Pete, and you want to talk classic cars. Come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on subject. I thought we needed to start as we'd intend to continue. <laughs> well, I, should we rename it? Well, like, Malcolm takes a bat to everybody. <laughs> That's what we'll name, rename Malcolm. Malcolm's soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all right now. I've got it out of my system. There you go. In fact, that, that fair lane, uh, Malcolm, is Pete's, and I have no idea how old Pete is, but Pete's first car. Yeah. It was his first car, and it's go. real special. So, with love hearts. Thanks for the effort, Pete. Love your work. Yeah, good stuff. I think you must, be listening, uh, you must be listening online. On the drive I reckon, out. Pete, because mm. I'm not entirely sure that we're live into Melbourne this evening. Mm. So, thank you for that, Pete. No, we're not. I, try, I tried to get on before, and we're not. But that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if you look at the price of um, particularly the, the um, Holdens and Commodores, and, and that, that, they've gone up much quicker than the Fords. So, the Fords are lagging behind, but they'll catch up. So... Some of the V8 Fords and some of the XR6s are still quite cheap. And if you remember 25 years, so about 97, 98, and you can put them on cob plates, makes them even more collectible. And there's quite a lot for sale at the moment. It's some pretty good pricing. And uh, just for those that do care about the A-League, I'm assuming the score is nil all. 
I haven't checked the scores. I'm just assuming that's, that's what's going on at the moment. Grab those crickets out of the cupboard. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, will do a live cross. Come on. Mm. I thought it was the bowls. <laughs> um, but, um, Malcolm, we appreciate you jumping on board uh, the driver's seat of the Classic Cars Corner and, uh, and, and obviously giving some unheralded advice to Pete and Granville too. Uh, there'll, no there'll, be, there'll be a commission coming that way there, Pete, when you do mm. decide to make the sale, if ever. If you do sell it, mate, you've got to get in touch with us, Pete, because we'll put you straight in touch with Malcolm. He may be your first buyer. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Lovely talking to you, gentlemen, especially you, Nimsy. <laughs> Likewise too, Mel. We'll see you again next month. <laughs> Righto. I'll talk to you tomorrow, Malcolm. <laughs> Good on you guys. See you later. <laughs> see you, Mel. And that closes thank the doors you. to the Classic Cars Corner. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.